Any suggestion for discussion today? So I found that it's very hard for me to be compassionate towards other drivers on the road, especially those that I feel are driving not as carefully enough and may put others in danger. So. Very helpful to you. <laughs> it's not just you, everyone. Well, uh, I hope uh, you heard the question. Um, well, let's think about uh, that question in kind of wide angle. Um, because I don't think it is only with driving. Hmm? Uh, but uh, if we take that as uh, an example, imagine, uh, well just think about, I'm sure in, in many times you may have experienced this, um, you are very angry with somebody who's who happened to drive in front of you and drive very slow, and then you are blaming and and thinking all of those. Uh, bad thoughts about this driver and complaining then in uh, then all of a sudden you realize this is uh, some this somebody so sick or very old or something then which makes you very um, uh, sympathize afterward oh no I was wrong just think about until you come to that moment how much you were cooking yourself in your car with anger and frustration and all of those but everything all of those um, um, all of those blame just dropped right after you realize this person again once when you realize this person, why why did you let it go down? What did happen to you? Now think about the opposite side. Think you are noticing somebody's on phone. Now, not this old somebody old woman or somebody who's sick. Uh, somebody young and on the phone. Definitely your reaction going to be much more bigger Then you were you were just maybe honking or giving bad look You want to tell that person hey you are doing something wrong You should not be on the phone and driving slow and blocking me by being in front of me Think about two different reactions, how that reaction is affecting you, how you are acting differently. What is behind it? At first case, you are sympathizing because you think this person is not capable of doing this as myself 
and this person deserves to uh, be sympathized. This person is because this person is not capable. That's why you were feeling bad of thinking such a thoughts. Then blame. Uh, then uh, so, somehow you are kind of blaming yourself, but you think that person is not um, capable enough. But the other person, the young person who was on the phone, you were thinking this person not supposed to do this. This person know exactly what this person is doing. That's why you are giving bad look. Maybe you wish, oh, I should honk this one. How come these people are driving in this way on the road? And simply you want to, you want to punish this person and tell this person you are wrong. This is not only happening on driving. This is even happening at your house door. This is even happening uh, with your neighbors. If you happen to see others are doing something wrong by knowing or they are not supposed to do it, they know exactly what they are doing, then you blame them, you want to punish them, you want them to feel bad, you want to hurt your anger, you want to be them to be defeated because they were doing something by knowing. Which, which which they were not supposed to do. In the other case, when somebody is not capable, just think about. Sometimes when kids, when when the little kids do something wrong, you are apologizing right away. You you forgive them right away. Because they are being kids, you think they are they suppose they are not supposed to know. They don't know. But if same mistake was done by some somebody, an adult, then you are blaming that person. So as a meditator, if you look at the situation, you can see how self, self-centered we are. How self-centered we are. By being a self-centered person, we pass our judgment by saying this person supposed to know what that person supposed to do or this person uh, is not capable enough to do things what that person wants to do. That's the same thing happened with this uh, young, uh, with, uh, with the kids or somebody older or somebody is not um, physically uh, capable. We are sympathizing those by judging, by thinking they are not capable enough. Think. There are many young people but mentally they are not ready. Mentally they are not well. Especially when when somebody lost their mindfulness. Think about this. You have a lot of family members who are not mindful all the time. They do mistakes. Mistakes can happen. There are, there are a lot of babies in adults' body. 
Sometimes we become babies. Sometimes you lost yourself. Sometimes you lose your attention. No, sometimes you lose your mindfulness. Sometimes even you blame yourself. Oh, I did not know. Oh, I better to be much more focused. What's behind it? Behind it, there's a huge part of us. We are thinking, I am perfect. There's a huge part of us. We are thinking, I am perfect. When you think you are perfect, you don't have a chance to do any mistakes. When you think you know everything, what you're supposed to know, you don't have mistake or all the time blame goes to others because they haven't informed you totally. Or they haven't given you um, full, uh, all the details or directions. That's why you happen to do a mistake. Just imagine how many times you have says back, oh, I didn't know that. Because we think others should supposed to give us all the details. But the moment if you start to think, I am not perfect and others are not perfect. What happened? You don't let this anger to dominate yourself. Anger to, to um, uh, blame others. Punish others. Because you know, I am not perfect and others are not perfect. But as long as you think other drivers should be perfect drivers, as, uh, uh, since they are carrying the driver's license, then they, they have no chance to do any mistakes on the roads. But if you think, oh, they are not in the right mind all the time, they are not perfect. So what is happening? You are learning to forgive yourself and you are learning to forgive others. Compassion arises by knowing you are not perfect and they are not perfect. When you don't know they are not perfect, then there is no chance for compassion to arise. Therefore, when you cultivate, when you practice compassion, that compassion is based on these imperfections. And that allows you to remove those mistakes and helps you to uh, know more. Helps you to get perfect. But by being perfect is not part of the pride. It's not reason to be uh, have pride. That has to be a humble notice. You are noticing it humbly. Okay, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm doing it uh, well. It's reason to be humble, not to be proud. But uh, as a person who has been faced into the situations all the time, when you, as a person who's being angry, who happened to experience anger towards their drivers, towards their family members, what do we do? What do we do? Every time you can remind yourself, I am also not perfect. I am not perfect driver. I am not perfect person. Therefore, others also not perfect sometimes. 
when I am correct, I should recognize it, I should forgive them. So you are not justifying your anger by noticing, by bringing such a thoughts. And also think about this, um, if I go back to the, our uh, original uh, example of being a bad driver, uh, often people honk. Then the other person who did mistake, act vulnerable, act defeated, hiding themselves. Because don't want somebody to honk and also you know I did a mistake. When you do that, that person act vulnerable. What's behind it? Naturally we know what's right and what's wrong. But what makes us to do this wrong thing? Because we get caught up into something negative. Either we get caught up, you would lose your mindfulness, that's why you do mistake, or you would uh, caught up to some other emotions, that's why you were on the phone, or you were caught up into your dreams, then you forgot how fast you should drive, or you were caught up with frustration, that's why you drive faster maybe, or you drive crazy because you got caught up with your um, aggressiveness, then you put other people into risk. So with compassion you realize, when somebody get caught up into certain emotion, they lost themselves. They become somebody else. That happened to me too. When I happened to get caught up into certain emotion, I lost myself. For a mindful person, you realize, oh, if I happen to get caught up into the same emotion, this is the person who I am going to be. I am going to be an unmindful person. Then you are reminding yourself to not to get into the same emotion, not get caught up into the same emotion and, and continue my life as this kind of person. Then I'll be a mistaken. That can be a good lesson for a mindful person to learn from others. Learn from others' mistakes. Then this person is being your teacher. This unmindful driver can be your teacher. And reminding you who you who you would uh, who you could be if you are being into same person, get into same mindset. Instead of blaming this person, you will thank thanking this person or oh, thank you for giving me a lesson today. Oh, I don't want to be a person like you. When somebody really screaming outside and being angry and, and expressing their anger at your family or as your neighbor, or you better thanking that person, no, I'm so, I'm thanking you for showing the nastiness of you. I don't want to be a nasty person like you. Oh, thank you for being you and showing this negative side of, that negative side that, the side that I can be. Just imagine, if you happen to be a nasty person for the one of the nasty person, is it really a gift that you are giving to yourself? 
being nasty, being ugly, angry person. No. As a mindful person, you realize it. When somebody happened to do something foolish at your home, you think is it a good reason to you to be angry and scream at that person? Being a bad person for that person's foolishness? No, you better to thanking that person. No, if 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 I happen to be like you, then I am going to be a fool for you. Therefore, thank you for showing this badness, this uh, negativeness. What's behind it? Wiseness and compassion is protecting you from the danger. Your mindfulness will show you how to not to be this person. That's a mindful way of recognizing these drivers. Just uh, at the same time, think about your anger cannot change those people. Those people are there all the time. Your anger won't be a lesson for those people to change themselves. Only you are being a bad person to you and to others by being bad. Any thoughts? Very interesting thing. So, there are these two states where you can be angry at somebody or you can say thank you. But oftentimes, sometimes you feel like it's getting this passive aggressive rush where you're not saying anything, mm-hmm. but you're feeling really ticked off inside, but you're smiling on the outside, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> so you're, not truly, you're not truly thankful. Uh-huh. You're just I'm sure you might make her more angry. <laughs> Sometimes I feel when I do that, though, just I withdraw a little bit to give myself time. Yeah. And because I don't want to just respond in that angry moment, but I'm still fuming inside. Yeah. So it takes me some time to work through it to get to. Yeah, time certainly helps. Yeah. yeah. Like they say, I was in your sleep already. Next day, you're okay. I was write an email, don't send it right away. Yeah. Wait a couple hours and reread it. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about, um, you know, um, the most of the most of the time, you know, if I go back to that uh, that same same example, you says, um, we think and it is we better to express our fully emotions but what happens sometimes when when you express your uh, all the emotions you may create environment more worst you may create that environment worst you may create more trouble 
So therefore, maybe it is difficult you to hold it, but it's okay. A little bit difficult to hold it little while until you make sure. Should I say this or not? You know, good example is when you get a bad email, you are you are writing an email back, then without sending it, maybe you take few hours and again come back and read it without this without same emotion. Then you will see. Well, I I don't have to say that. I shouldn't say this because this is my reaction. Now in the same way. Uh, but blindly we think, well, I should express myself. You should not, not express yourself all the time. Sometimes expressing yourself is a weakness. So therefore, you have to be mindful. Okay, what am I doing here? Again, come back to you and authentic to yourself. Don't hide you from you. You have to look what what's underneath here. Why am I struggling here? Simply, we want to shut that door and walk away. Even walk away from ourselves. That's how you are keeping your weakness to grow. You are giving opportunity to your weakness to multiply. Don't hide from yourself. You need to be really open to you and see. So, once then you are able to see you clearly, then you would know, okay, what is what should I express and what is what I should not express. Because there's no point of expressing this part. Then you would have a clear picture of yourself. Because if there's a wound that you need to put medicine on, that's a wound you need to realize. But if there's a wound that you can't really put medicine on and you need to seek others' help, that's where you should go to others. Yes? You, you said at the beginning, um, which uh, was didn't didn't feel like I could resonate with that completely, that I think I'm perfect. <laughs> that's, a, that's not a, a thought that I have practiced often, but it's interesting to bring that up, that that's an underlying identity Yes. Um, in, in our world, probably. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we probably reach for judgment so quickly, um, because we think underneath all this we're actually perfect. We've got all the answers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's I think. Uh, so so the way I look at it, coming back to the passive aggressive position, which it could be thought that way, is I I just back off because I know something's not right. I don't feel right. And then I explore that part of myself, the wounds inside of myself. Um, but very rarely do I go to that I'm perfect. <laughs> and so I have to look at that a little bit more. Yes. Because I think that's a part of conceit mm -hmm. in our world, or ego. Yeah. That's predominant mm -hmm. in our conditioning. So actually, the, you know, that way, the people who's doing mistakes around our life, they are being good teachers. They are showing us. They are showing us our. Uh, they are showing our level of compassion. You know, can I can I tolerate this weakness? Can I handle this kind of situations? Can I still remain as myself when somebody is doing this these mistakes? So. If you think my word is perfectly perfect as long as others are perfect, 
then where is our energy? Really, who are you? Then you are okay as long as others are okay. Then if you can still be okay when others are not okay, that's where you find your energy, your strength. You started out to the beginning saying strengthen our minds. And I think our, in the past we strengthened our minds by strengthening, saying we were perfect, were we? So when you say strengthen your mind, is it to be fluid? Well, strengthening your mind means um, then you are developing those skills, the toleration or compassion and ability to handle all these weaknesses. That makes your mind um, mind uh, uh, stronger. Not being carried away by our emotions. Yes. 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 Being able to see. Emotions arise. Mm-hmm. Saying our greatest friend is that person who makes us most angry mm-hmm. because it's teaching something, means something about myself. So, yeah, I think it takes um, a presence of mind to be aware of my emotions are taking me outside of myself, focusing on out there. And say, no, I let it be a teacher for me and about myself. Mm-hmm. That takes a strong presence of mind to do that. It doesn't mean that I don't see someone doing something that might be harmful, but I can let go of the judgment of the person mm-hmm. and see, see about myself. And that takes a humility too, I think. Yes. To say, okay, what is this teaching me about me that I have to react, that I want to react? to someone else's behaviors. And it usually is because I have that some of that in me. And I can also see, and me too. You do that? Mm-hmm. When is the last time I did something that I said, oops, when I'm driving, you know, did something that I maybe did see a car and pulled in front of it. Mm-hmm. Something, you know. Me too. But am I willing to acknowledge my own thing. So. Yeah, think about when you happen to do mistakes, you want others to understand it, you yes. want others to forgive you and <laughs> and you don't want others to honk you, you know, just realizing it and I didn't honk that recently and I just played. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would be very mindful. <laughs> Oh, thank you for honking. <laughs> thank you for making me laugh. kind of wrestling within my mind is the strength in the mind in the past has been to be feel more perfect. Mm-hmm. And so that 
that fight, that's a paradox. That's not true. That's not true, yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah the strong mind is really grounded in <laughs> um, awareness of all of my shortcomings. The yeah. fluidity yeah. of life. Yeah. And me too. I too. Yes. Yeah. I wonder. I do. I mean, which of us walks free and I think what I what I struggle the most is trying to be mindful when I'm scared or like yeah. from a place of fear. Like mm-hmm. I know there's a guy coming from back there that is spitting like a maniac mm. and you like adrenaline and it's like I found it very hard to be, to go all the way to being compassionate right. to this asshole <laughs> putting everybody in danger I think that's my biggest struggle and, and I think sometimes our angry reaction is cover, trying to cover up our fear yes I'm scared to death and 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 also actually for, for the other side are your anger reaction is giving other persons more energy yeah. and giving approval yep. so that's where we have to be careful and maybe uh, Uh, I mean, actually, I have been into the same situations before, but I have found that I, the best way is I give that person space. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Here I go. Yeah. What can I do to reduce my yeah. fear? Yeah. Rather than me. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think you understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing my fear. Showing my fear and showing my wanting to go to judgment and mm-hmm. assuming something that I don't know. Maybe that speeding person is rushing to the hospital because he just got a horrible heart attack. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean because his wife is dying or mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Right. So yeah. why, why yeah. judge yeah. that person and say yeah. you're a bad person for driving that way? Yeah, you're, it's okay. it's it's scaring me. It's dangerous. But I don't know what's inside yeah. of you. And right. so why, you know? And so all I do is I put it out there and hit that person instead of seeing myself. So it's a good teaching. I can't. What is that story about the the guy who like is sleeping at night and he sees a rope and he thinks it's a snake or something like that? Remember that story? Yeah, there's a there's a story about a man who's who's um, who's scared to death because he's walking on a path and there's there's a rope laying on the path, something like that, and he gets closer. Well, he thinks it's a snake. Hmm. And as he gets closer, he realizes it's, it's, it's a rope. It's a rope. So oh. his, his perception changes when he realizes what it really is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're struggling with all the time is our mm-hmm. perceptions of things. Right? <laughs> you know, and we don't know. Yes. Well, I think we can continue this with tea. And very yeah. really good to see all of you. Yes. <laughs>